I'm Tony Delangel, and welcome to the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Tony Delangel coming to you with another episode from the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. This thing has really been taken off, and I appreciate you guys who have been listening in, asking questions, and, and just with all the good comments, so thank you very much. Today, what we're going to do, though, is we're going to talk about being the person that other people need. Again, this is something that could be uncomfortable for a lot of folks, and this brought me back to a story um, of when I was in high school, and uh, just the other day, uh, sometimes when you're in a leadership role, you have to do things that are not necessarily the most pleasant, the, that are not necessarily the most popular, uh, but you have to do what's best for the team. And so uh, what this did is it brought me back to a story from high school that I'd like to share with you. Uh, what happened was my high school coach was, was a very hard-nosed, old-school type of personality. And I'll never forget, uh, when I used to mess up, he would literally say things like, you're worse than tits on a boar hog. And to this day, I still don't know what the heck that means, but I remember it. But let me explain a little bit more. I thought the guy hated me. I absolutely thought he hated me to the point where it's like he was just trying to get me to quit. It seemed like if someone else messed up, he would just correct them. But if I messed up, he would absolutely blow up. And to a degree that it would actually be discouraging. And I remember my junior year, I was being recruited by some colleges, and uh, he came to, came to me one day and, and just flat out told me, you're not doing enough. You want to talk about a low blow? Like, imagine, you know, you're being recruited by colleges, and uh, all of a sudden, your head coach, your leader says to you, you're not doing enough. Here, let's go ahead and take a look at this film. Look at this here. You see how you didn't run to the ball all the way here? But coach, it was on the opposite side of the field and the play was almost over. I don't care. Those may be your standards, but those aren't my standards. That's, what that, that's the kind of language that he would speak. And so I'm thinking to myself, there's no way I would even get to that play. I don't care. These are my expectations. These are my standards. That's how he was. And so every time he felt that I was doing something comfortable or I was just living in, a, in this comfortable position, he knew how to push my buttons. Every single time, every time I was making excuses, he knew how to humble me and how to get me to see how I was making that excuse. It was brutal at times. There were so many times I literally thought he hated me, literally. And, 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 but I couldn't, I couldn't be more wrong from the truth of that. I couldn't be more wrong. So here's, here's what happened. You see, I grew up basically without having a father around. And one day after football practice, out of nowhere, my father just shows up after practice to the point where it just shocked me to my core. Literally, I, I didn't know what to say, didn't know what to do. You just freeze. And when things start to settle down, all of the emotions start to come out, right? All of the emotions of you not seeing a, your father for who knows how many years. And I was trying to hide those emotions out of embarrassment. But my coach knew me so well. He knew me so well. And he knew that it hit me hard. And I'll never forget what he did. Literally, he did this. He sat down right next to me. 
He put his arm around me and said, look at me. I'm never going to leave you and I'm never going to let you down. To this day, it still hits me to my core. I can see it burned in my head. To this day, him saying that. And he said it in a way that was just so convicting, so convincing. It was at that moment I knew everything he did was because he truly cared about me. And that was tough love. It's literally just tough love. I grew up with that. I always had one person, at least one person, who was that fatherly figure. And he was that one person in my life that told me what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear. You see, sometimes our pride and our egos get in the way of allowing us to really see where we need to improve. This is why we need people in our lives who can shoot it straight for us. It's not always going to be sunshine and roses, folks. What I have found is when you have people in your life who tell you what you want to hear, those are usually the people who either, one, are trying to keep you in your comfort zone, two, trying to talk about you perhaps behind your back, three, can trust the least, and four, want you to be just as miserable as they are. Comfort is the fastest way to a miserable life. Let me repeat that. Comfort is the fastest way to a miserable life. People have these certain needs, this desire for control, for progress, for growth. Well, in order to achieve that growth, for they have to understand that it requires putting yourself out there and being uncomfortable. And every single person needs this in their life. So my next question to you is this. Are you going to be that person for others? Are you going to tell the truth and be transparent and speak with candor that the other person needs? Do you have the ability to speak to your spouse in a way that allows them to grow? Can you speak to your children in a way that will keep them humble and thrive to have a better life than you? Can you have a conversation with your coworkers and have the transparency that will allow both of you to function as a team? Are you open to hearing that same level of transparency from your colleagues about your opportunities for growth? This can be hard. It's humbling. It's hard. You can get angry at somebody, and that's okay. But when you sit down, take a step back, and just kind of absorb what they said, you'll realize maybe they were right. They were allowing me to see things that I couldn't see for myself. The people who are hard, the hardest on me today are the, pay, the same people that I respect the most because I know that they care. I know that they want me to be the best version of myself. The ones who only say the nice things are the ones I trust the least. There's always that feeling of, what do they want from me? And yes, sometimes hearing the truth hurts. It's okay. 
But you want to know what hurts even more? Watching people fail and nobody was around to help them. Or even you yourself failing and nobody allowed you to see what your pride wouldn't allow you to see. So be the person who can be transparent. The one who can speak the truth so that others can grow around you. Again, you will become more successful if you make other people around you more successful. Now, this doesn't mean just walk around and be a jerk to everyone. No. But if someone is acting in a way that is obviously holding them back from being their highest self, then be the one to help them see their weaknesses. Now, this is a problem that you see a lot in leadership. You have some leaders who believe that pleasing people is the same as leadership. Folks, I'm telling you right now, pleasing people is not the same as leading people. This is a difficult trap for a lot of folks. They want to make their team happy. They just want to make their spouses happy. They want to make their kids happy. They want to make their coworkers happy. And all they end up doing is enabling them to stay comfortable. And I'm telling you right now, leadership is not a popularity contest. It's a balance of being task-oriented and getting results and people-oriented where you can build relationships and influence others. And this is a very difficult task and something that I try to work on on a daily basis. You see, some people, they're very results-oriented. They're task-oriented. So what they see is just the end result and what they'll do whatever it takes to get the end result. They're looking for the result. Other people are people-oriented. They like the relationships. They like cultivating relationships. They like being in the team. So if you have somebody who's just result-oriented and they don't see the people side, they can come off as being very harsh. But if you have other people who are very people-oriented, they look like they're never getting anything done. So it's very difficult to have a balance of both. And if you have a weakness in one or the other, then you have to be able to identify that so you can work on that every single day. You have to be cognizant of other people's feelings and emotions and where they're at and where their state of mind is at on top of the results. You know, you have to have the ability to get people to step outside of their comfort zone. And this is what people don't like. It's, it's, it's never a comfortable thing and people usually get angry at you. But give it some time and they take a step back and say, you know what? You were right. I'm sorry. You were looking out for the best for me. And if they don't, then that's okay too. So be the person that others need. Help the people you care about and get them to grow by getting them to step outside of their comfort zone. You know, I'm a big sports fan. So in football, you hear a lot about assistant coaches being hired from a head coach a head coaching tree all the time, for instance. So when you hear about like a coach coming from a particular tree, you start to get excited. So for instance, you know, uh, Nick Saban, for those of you who follow college football, Nick Saban, if you hear a coach being hired from the Nick Saban tree, you know that he's a great coach because he learned from Nick Saban. And it pains me to say that because I'm an Auburn grad. But you know what? You got to give respect where respect is due. So the one thing I can promise you is this. Nick Saban wasn't just trying to make those coaches happy. 
He wasn't just trying to create an un, uh, an uh, comfortable environment for those coaches. I guarantee you, he was transparent and he did what he had to do because he cared for his coaches' growth. So now you see all of these assistant coaches from his tutelage, if you will, being head coaches at bigger programs because of what they learned from Nick Saban. That's being a person that others need. So can you show transparency and be that person your spouse needs? Can you be that person that your children need or your coworkers need or your friends need? Or are you enabling them to remain comfortable? And are you just standing there watching them be in the same place that they were a year ago? You want to know what's painful is that. Being in the same place that you were a year ago because you never stepped outside of your comfort zone. Well, again, folks, I really hope you enjoyed these podcasts. And if it helped you, then we ask that you please share this with others who need growth, who need that transparency in their life so they can become the highest version of themselves. If you enjoyed it, folks, we always appreciate the comments. We always appreciate you guys reaching out to us, emailing us, asking us. If there's something you want to hear about, always feel free to reach out to us, folks. But until next time, we'll see you then. (laughs) 